this is Kimberly and Miranda with Tipsy Mystics and we are here during the holiday season celebrating the fact that we can't go anywhere or do anything. Miranda, <laughs> how have you been? Um, I've been literally everything. Hmm. <laughs> I've been all of the things mm -hmm. this whole month. I'm up, I'm down, I'm middle, I'm right, I'm left. I'm like out of any sort of physical plane that you can even measure with one of those words. Um, yeah, so I'm all of the things. So what does that mean? Are you drinking, first of all, being all of yes. the things? Are so, you still drinking your Advent wine? Yes, I'm still drinking my Advent wine. I did cheat. Um, I didn't want to drink today's. Cause I want today's was a white and I wanted a red. So I'm drinking tomorrow as I switched, <gasps> but I am creating my reality and I am in charge and I am a sovereign being and I can do whatever the fuck I want. Um, and it is a, uh, petite, petite Verdell from Monticello, Virginia, which I have been, my bestie has lived in Charlottesville, Virginia for years now. And I visited Visited her many times, and so I've had a lot of, been to a lot of wineries down there. And it has a little puppers on the label, and he's smelling a rose. So what a lovely reminder, you know, to um, smell the flowers. Smell the flowers. That reminds me that I have had a day today, so I had to do a forest diffusion in my apartment. So when I do that, it's like triple the essential oils in the diffuser and then in like three minutes your whole house smells like a forest Ooh. and it's delightful so i have reset my environment with the forest i'm not drinking today but i did um have a little blue dream and not enough to send me into the wherever the hell i am right now <laughs> i don't know there's there's a team of people hanging out with me, ready to talk. Uh, they're mostly female energy, but they're really like, they literally dropped in like 10 minutes before we started. And, and when and I mean feisty, dropped in, right? And they're feisty, they're, they, it's exactly what they are. It's like, um, it's like an aunt at a Greek wedding, you know? <laughs> Get that off of you, come over here. Let's fix this. And you're like, is she beating me up or is she serving me? I'm not sure. So like that. So I'm sure we all know ants at Greek weddings, Kim. That was a <laughs> wonderful analogy. <laughs> I know you have. Anyway, so okay. <laughs> everybody's got one of those feisty ants. Shirley MacLaine, period. Okay. It's it. If there you, you imagine Shirley MacLaine, her spirit is now part of this team. Like that, that's the kind of person she's like, we can do this. Come on, honey. You know, as you said, right before we hit record, uh, don't get your panties all in a bunch, right? Just, yeah. so we've got reminders here for both of us that we're too uptight. Yeah. And, and we're not completely being ourselves because when, when we're ourselves, we're, Feisty. Yes, maybe that's why they brought um, 
those lovely visitors on our call the other week on our podcast on our live (laughs) so the last live podcast that we had we had quite a few trolls and they were very entertaining and there was lots of feistiness going on and uh that's one thing you can look for when you're going through this and you're kind of balancing what's going on outside and inside is there's a lot of humor. We say that a lot, but there really is a lot of humor. There's a lot of responsible play and something like that where they sent us a bunch of trolls just to see how we'd react, to see how much fun we would have with it. Miranda did very well. She took it quite in stride i must say yeah it did blush a little bit (laughs) you were cute (laughs) you were cute it was cute so i i've had a few more of those since i'm 20 years older than you and not quite as nice as the ones you had so you were it was it was a nice little introduction but that's a very common thing for a guide to do is just stick a little brain teaser in there every once in a while so with that said, um, I'm in some place. I mean, I know you and I are probably in on a similar plane, but it's so different from Earth. How can you explain what it is? I don't That's know. That's a question. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a rhetorical question. It really is. Like you just... There Never aren't words. Yeah, it's hard for a podcast because there aren't words for a lot yeah. of these things. Yeah, no, see, I could whip up some art for us, no problem. Mm-hmm. And then you would be used, the, the viewer staring at the art and coming to your own conclusions from it. But words, uh. That's why lately we've been making up our own. Mm hmm. Done a lot of making up words lately. Well, because there just aren't enough in, in at least There's the English enough. language. Yeah. And a lot of it is just mashing a few together. Well, I got trucker sexual in the um, Urban Dictionary, just yeah. to let you know. So I have, I have made my mark in history on this timeline by creating trucker sexuals, which are hot men who are kind of, you know, they're clean. They kind of have like messy hair underneath the baseball cap sort of thing going on. Pair jeans, work boots, maybe a flannel, something yeah. like that. You were really into that when we first met. Oh, no, I'm still into it. I I actually had a multidimensional breakdown today at lunch. Mm, and it was because it. it was because of that. So, a multidimensional breakdown is when you know you're creating your reality. You're sitting there meeting with your guides, right? Whether they be physical or non-physical. And you're having a conversation just like we're having right now. Oh, but when you have the breakdown, you're like, I totally can't create this. I can't get it. I can't figure it out. What the hell am I doing wrong? Right? And I'm sitting there and I'm like whining Yeah. at I'm, my guides. That's me like all the time now. Yeah, and they're just patient and they nod their proverbial heads in whatever they look like to you while you're there. And they're like, yeah, we understand. I'm like, but that's not good enough. Understanding. I need this fixed. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, there's the gentleness and the guidance of, like, you can figure it out. We're here for you. You know, you ask questions and you get answers. But without asking, 
there's not much that can be done other than little brain teasers that are stuck in there to hopefully catch your attention. Yeah, I don't know. Guys, be more specific. That's what I mm. want to say. Like, but see, be more specific. That if you're creating your reality, how are they specific? It's you that are supposed to be specific, and then they help you get to wherever you're going. I don't care. Just be more specific. Just About spell what? everything. <laughs> Like, this morning, you were like, well, why are you, what is that associated with? I'm like, I don't know. Just tell me. Like, well, because if you're having it, a physical. Spell it out in fucking crumbs, like a creepy ghost or something. Uh, On you know what I mean? Toast. Yes. On a toast. Yeah. I mean, if people can say Jesus, why can't you just, like, tell me, like, just give me a keyword, right? Like, what am I dealing with? Well, because, you know, when you have a physical symptom, it trickles down from the ethereal. There's always a spiritual of course, issue going on. So Miranda didn't, didn't want to figure it out. I right? got shit to do. <laughs> I can't have like half my body numb. Yeah, you were numb today. Yeah. What was that? I don't know. Well, that's the whole idea is you're supposed to figure out what the association is. So let's go through it. No, let's go through it for people because they, they, they can maybe get a sense of how we look at something that's going on in the physical and backtrack to the spiritual aspect of it. So when your body feels numb, what happens? Um, you feel disconnected. Okay. Or you, you know, lack feeling interesting that came from the pleiadian by the way that interesting mm -hmm. so she's wanting you to obviously you know dig deeper into that rather than say i don't know that sounds like a pretty good set of keywords right there like a mm -hmm. lack of connection or not having uh not not being open enough for guidance yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm not open enough for guidance. I think most of my life I've struggled with any sort of, like, physical feeling. Like, I feel like um, most most people uh, would have a physical feeling or sensation a lot faster than I would. I just don't have, like, much of a connection with my physical form because and I think a lot of light workers are like this. They don't put a lot of their energy into their physical body because it's very difficult to to do that right because it's not natural yeah. it's not normal yeah. for us it's very unfamiliar and uncomfortable so I spent most of my life not being in the physical form so any things you know like people who can have like a bite of fucking cake and be like oh my god <laughs> I'm satiated that's all I needed like a bite I'm like bitch I ate like half the cake and nothing um, and, you know, emotions and other things, you know, like it takes a lot for me to really have the, the um, you know, the physical sensations and physical feelings that other people have. So I, it's, it's definitely a numbness that I felt most of my life. So, so that's obviously coming back up. Now, see, you've been, you're damn lucky. So I'm going to say that over and over again, this is your first life in the physical. 
okay? So this is your first time having to trod around with this meat suit that you learn to love, right? But, you? you know, yes, that you do, but you don't even have to be in it all that long because, you know, you're, you're waking up relatively early in your first life. If you want to call someone a bitch, that's it. I mean, 867th <laughs> life for me. I'm finally getting around to this. So, yeah, I mean, there aren't going to be a ton of people in the audience that are like, oh, poor Miranda. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. You were um, never burned at the stake. No. You were never drowned because you had potions in your place i mean you know i used to feel really at the beginning i felt really bad about this like oh well i haven't had all these horrible things happen to me and i haven't been that horrible person who did mean things like is that not fair and and they said um something very wise to me they said um don't hate the player hate the game Mm. (laughs) which was yeah you're the game you created the game miranda so yeah you did it you made it so people can hate you you did a bad thing because you created this world where bad things can happen or um or you could not label them bad and just you know you made this world so people can have experiences but yeah you know (laughs) wise words (laughs) wise words and it is true from a rap song it's all learning about your your responsibility and once you take full responsibility for every single thing every single thing then you learn to be free but there's so much that we don't even we're even talking on the creational level here you taking responsibility for your creation yeah for the creation of the path that you're create consciously moving on now that's Mm -hmm. big shit right yeah so Part of the multidimensional breakdown thing where you're like, I, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I just, I'm a shitty creator. That's it. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I'm just a shitty creator and everybody else knows how to do this much better than me. Right. Mm, And I mean, I don't think that's true. No, it's not. I don't think anyone really knows what they're doing down here. No, well, because you forget it all, right? And then it comes back. It doesn't come back in one fell swoop, right? It comes back in these, like, dribbles. Yeah. And you're like, I either just turn on the damn faucet mm-hmm. and just do me out, right? And I'll just be, you know, vibrating on the bed for four days and then yes. arise somebody new yeah i could take a few days off and have an exorcist moment exactly wake up as a different person although but- i have taken two days off and um just purged the entire time so i guess i've slightly had the exorcist thing and after those times i'm like chill too much that's too much <laughs> Yeah, and now here I why. am. Wait, give me more. And that's they're like, why we're but back to already, dribbles. <laughs> right? They're like, yeah, but you told us. No, you can't handle it. So I don't know. And I have gone that. I've done the bring it on thing where I ended up in the hospital, you know, that day. <laughs> <laughs> Asking it is given, right? <laughs> So I learned not to do the whole bring it on thing because what that's that intention is is aggression, 
right? It's, it's a challenge. It's a truth or dare with the universe and that universe is you. And so if you're here to learn lessons, who's going to be sending you those lessons? It's going to be you and it's yeah. going to send you back a lesson that's going to maybe make a little mark because universe you bring it, it on. Yeah. The universe is very good at chicken. It never loses. It, oh my gosh. It never loses. That's a very <laughs> good analogy right there. So, all right. Well, we have, we haven't talked about food yet. Um, I want to talk, I know I want to talk about risotto because we, me, <laughs> we are going through a rice thing. And when I mean rice thing, I mean, I am terrified of rice because I have grown up my whole life knowing that it's full of carbs and it lacks nutrition and blah, 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 blah. All the things that somebody told us about rice. But sushi though. I know, right? And you know, I, it's not that I completely avoid it because The Japanese sushi. are very healthy. They live exactly. very long. Well, that's their belief systems. And that's what I'm, yep. I'm battling right now is the belief systems about what carbs do and what sugar does and that sort of thing without checking in with the body as you eat it, right? So I got a gift of a purple carrot subscription and I ordered risotto because I'm like, all right, I'm going to overcome this risotto thing. I'm going to, it's amazing. I mean, but you don't, it cook is. it at home you go to a restaurant and get it yeah right someone else stands there for 45 minutes and stirs that shit yeah, so there's love in there there is so much love in there and so i'm like all right i'm gonna do it send me the risotto kit i'm gonna make it so i'm putting it together and i'm starting to put the 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 liquid in and i'm like stirring and i'm stirring and i my frequency is going higher and higher and i'm like Oh shit, this is fun. And then, you know, you watch it boil down. So you're watching the bubbles go and then you pour more broth in. And I was mesmerized. And I sit down at the table and I'm like, rice, we're gonna be friends. And the guides are like, you know, those things you were believing about rice are just ideas. As you know, there are plenty of people, like you just said, the Japanese, the Chinese, plenty of people who don't overeat, you know, rice, and they're living perfectly healthy, long lives. So get over the idea and make a new one. And so I did a little tasting thing and I'm like, holy shit, this stuff is good. Mm -hmm. And I finished the whole bowl and I still have one serving left, but I just wanted to say that if there's something that you keep coming back to, you're like, oh, I, oh, I really wish I could have this, or oh, this is just not fair that I can't have this. That's a calling card for you to find the belief that's associated with your belief that you shouldn't have it. Yeah, I mean, I know I've talked about it, I think, multi if not multiple times, at least once on this podcast, that you know, I've struggled a lot with food in my body I just talked about my body earlier. Um, and so like the past year or two, I've just really decided to not care. Just if I want it, I eat it and not think anything about it, not attach anything to it. Um, 
because that's what I needed. I needed to just see that like the world wasn't going to end if I gained some weight. You know what I mean? Um, nothing bad would happen. I mean, it hasn't. Not that I want to be, not that I want to gain weight, but I know that when I'm ready to be done with this, I know it'll be easy. But I have a question about the gaining weight. So are, that's also going back to our, our beliefs about certain foods make you gain weight and certain foods don't, right? But yes, but I'm not necessarily gaining weight because I'm eating food. Oh, see, now that's a good thing to point out, right? Like I, I mean, I was talking about before, like a lot of what I'm doing in the physical, like transmuting stuff, it goes through my body. Oh, so, you had the best quote ever the other day. Yeah, that I'm that I'm transmuting um, all the density for the entire fucking collective through my digestive system. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot of this is just energy. And whenever we get these crazy energy surges like we're having right now, I blow up. Like, I am huge right now. It's all probably mostly water weight. And... I think back on what I've eaten the past few days and I have barely eaten anything. I haven't eaten that much. So I can't like base it on like, oh, I ate some eggs and vegan sausage yesterday. That's all I ate. Like I'm not blown up because I ate something bad. Um, it's just what my body, where my body needs to be right now. It's where it needs to be. And when it doesn't need to be there, losing it will be easy and it won't be related to like me, you know, portion controlling um you know five carrots and two tablespoons worth of hummus you know what I mean like that's not going to be why it'll come off when it's when it's ready and when it's easy and I'm just trying not to judge myself up until that point because you know what they keep saying is everything is fine just don't judge yourself for it that's all you need to do and remember right now well, that's easy to say. It, of course it's easy to say. But, I mean, I think I'm getting pretty good at the not judging myself. It just take me, like, two years of it. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, and speaking of, because we're still talking about food. So I went to the store right before this, after work. I went to the food store. I was walking around. There were a couple of things. I was like, oh, well, I don't want to get that. It's a little too expensive. Or, oh, I shouldn't get that. Like, I'd see stuff I'm like, mm, I shouldn't get that because, you know, it's not really healthy. And then I get home and I realize that they had, like, put some of my stuff in a bag that was already, I guess, like, half full or whatever. And um, so I got somebody else's food. And it was, like, all of the things that I was looking at. And, like, oh, I shouldn't get that because it's too expensive. Oh, I shouldn't get that because it's unhealthy. So the universe was like, no, get it. Yeah, like, you're, if you, you have, get it, we're gonna get it for you. Exactly. Like you're not you're not gonna not have money for food that you want. You know, you're not gonna get fat. You should not eat this because you're gonna get fat. Like just get stop those little judgments that you have, even in the supermarket. Like if you want it, just have it. You can have it. It's not gonna hurt you. That's the thing about the not gonna hurt you part, though, right? It's that's the biggest hurdle. Right, because we're inundated on all sides with articles about this, the effects of this on this and this and this, and and you know they're all 
contrasting each other. This one is saying this and this one is that, and you don't even know what to believe. And the reason that it is that way, if you're recognizing that, is because it wants you to question yep. which one you believe. That is a symbol for you to question what do you believe about this thing. So, yeah, I mean, for years I was, it was, um, you know, calories. That's it. Calories in, calories out. That's it. That's how the body works. And so I would obsessively count calories and work out. And I was like, it's just a math equation. Mm. You know what I mean? And then when my body didn't react to that math equation, instead of saying, no, that's not right. I said, what's, there's something wrong with me. You know what I mean? You hate yourself. You hate your body. You say, what's wrong with you, body? It's a math equation. I'm doing the math right. So why aren't you responding to it? You know what I mean? Then you just really start to like hate yourself and have so much judgment placed on yourself until you start realizing it. No, (laughs) nothing's the same for everyone. Everyone has their own truth and everyone has their own experience. Um, and you know, maybe some people, it is a simple math equation, but for me and at certain times in my life, it was, it was like, well, why did it work then? It doesn't work now because things are constantly changing and showing you that they're changing. And it's, they're changing to show you that it's all a limitation. Yeah. All of it, including your physical body itself is a limitation, right? It's a chosen limitation Mm -hmm. that we have here in order to navigate through the physical. So, you know, as those realizations of how much you've limited yourself in order to have this experience on earth, you're gonna be like, oh shit, I can't believe that, that I believe that was a fact all this time. And it's not. So basically, you're living in a giant holodeck that you've created and you can change it anytime you want by using your intention. So that was what just came out of me for the summary of that. Yeah. But if it's not looking like you want it to be in this now moment, that doesn't mean it's not coming and it's not available to you. It's just, there's a reason for it. And also there's momentum. Right. A lot yeah. of people forget about that. We we are still here kind of in this like in the linear time where there is a delay between what you send out as an intention and what yes. shows up in your physical, because that's mm-hmm. why we came here was to experience that delay. Now, when you start changing your intention and you change your beliefs and say those things are limitations that I'm letting go, then what happens and i wrote a blog article about it today the partition goes up and you start redesigning all of the events from your past related to that and now you move forward with your new beliefs but the future what we call the future that little delay it takes a little while to clear those the old beliefs out and replace it with the new beliefs so I think that's probably one of the biggest issues people have with why isn't my stuff showing up is because they keep looking at everything outside and saying it's not here yet. And that's what you're doing is you're saying it's not here yet. You're continuing it. And I just want to mention another reason sometimes why it's not here yet is because 
somebody else in your life and your experience needs you to still be there Mm -hmm. for them to have the experience they're having and they are also you so you know it's still you needing you to be there it's just appears to be an uh an outside person someone outside of you but you know sometimes people still need you to be there i mean i learned this a lot when they were showing me my past relationships they're like no you were there because you judge yourself for like staying in that relationship longer than you should have but they still needed you there so that's why you were in it so don't judge yourself because you were doing that for them that was you know a gift you were giving them so there's no reason to judge yourself you know there's no reason to judge yourself for not losing weight or Um, not leaving a relationship yet or not being able to leave a job because for some reason you're still there and you need to trust that what whatever you do need is coming i mean we need to tell ourselves this a lot because we bitch about it all the time all the time it's just all the time the test of patience which is really the test of trusting all the time well that brings me into a subject i wrote down to talk about you feel better when there's a plan. Do you remember Ugh. you were having a, a a little bit of a meltdown about your your house situation with the contractor and yeah. there was a lot up in the air. And I remember you said that and I'm like, oh, Let's we're going to talk about <laughs> that. So what happened? Um, yeah, I, I do. We, we all like a plan because that's how our ego um creates its future right that's the ego's job is to like create this future so you can feel safe right make up a known even though it's always unknown the future is always unknown but when you're in ego like you need this you need this plan you need these facts you need these ideas of what's going to happen so that it can feel safe um so i was still needing you know i still need that i still want it know that there's a plan even if the plan changes it's like i want to know i want to have an idea of where i'm going to be on this date when should i buy this so it arrives on this date you know what i mean like i like to have a little plan so that my mind can put me you know make a checklist and put me in the right place at the right time but you know my mind and my ego are not in charge anymore so the universe is like no no (laughs) we're not going to give you a plan we're not going to give you that safety net And, you know, it seems like it would be so freeing to have all the unknowns. But jumping from the 3D to the 5D perspective where you're like, wait, everything is unknown? Like not just this or that. Like everything is unknown? Like I have no idea what my life's going to look like. None. Yeah. And I, on the other hand, it it might be worse or better. I don't know. But I have like 500 directions my life could take right now. And 496 of them are so exciting. I would squee, right? So I have (laughs) so many different places I could go and so many different avenues to take that I'm frozen, like deer headlights thing. Yeah. You know, and that brings you back into the moment, which is the entire idea of the whole thing, because it brings you into the moment and the, and my guides will be there. They'll be like, what's being presented to you right now? That's what you focus on. 
Yeah. Right? And what excites you by what's being presented? Go for that. And I'm like, it's a moment. It's just one moment. The moment doesn't contain what I want. They're like, silence. And then, (laughs) and and then, then you send out your intention. You're like, I have this and this is fantastic. And man, it would be cool to have this too, right? Some other desire along with it. That's accepting that you have something given to you now that you appreciate and also expanding that into a desire that you send out. Yeah. Well, I will say, um, you know, I was worried about having a plan and then, uh, you know, for the construction and the reno and stuff to work. And, you know, I met with my contractor and we still don't really have a plan, but I feel really confident that, you know, he's going to make sure everything's going to go well. You know what I mean? And he's going to be able to focus on me come January when his other jobs are all done and it's really just me. You know what I mean? And that made me feel better. Like, I still don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I'm trusting him. You know, I'm trusting that I chose the right partner in this. You know what I mean? I chose the right person. Is he truck-relicious? No, he's very, like, clean-cut. Oh, forget it. So no, I, can't, I can't see <laughs> you with very the clean, clean cut, cut guy. I can't see you with the well, really clean cut guy. He's engaged. Um, so. Okay. But well, no, but as a contractor, as, you know, a partner in getting my house done, like I trust him, you know, what I mean? and just so, sitting there and having those conversations made me feel better. And then I was like, okay, everyone's on my side. Everyone's yeah. on my side. You know what I mean? And is that why you felt like you trusted him? So I want to go back. I want to go back to the conversation you had with him. And I want to break it down into energy. You just being with him and walking around the house and, you know, him just making sure he took the time and to walk through every room and like talk about stuff. And you know what I mean? Like, I just feel good when I'm around him. And every time I've been around him, I've trusted him. Good. You know what I mean? So I get a good vibe from It's a from feeling, him. right? It's yeah. the vibe. You hear so many horror stories about contractors. Well, and then you can believe them or not. I had the plumber come by. That was oh, a yeah. quite a great story, huh? So I have had a rash of kitchen disasters in both the places I've lived in Los Angeles, kitchen disasters from cockroach invasions to overflowing sinks, broken pipes, leaky windows, uh, a herd of drain flies that stayed for a month, everything you can think of. A herd. A herd of drain flies. It was gigantic. So obviously I wasn't understanding what the spiritual lesson was here because I kept having kitchen issues over and over. And so my kitchen sink clogged up again and I asked for the plumber to be sent out and he comes out his name is pedro he is uh he looks like like your latin lover kind of guy with the big guns and the you know he's got a the t-shirt that barely fits over his biceps and a big snake big and i oh i did i told him on the phone and this is this is when your higher self likes to have fun with you because it <laughs> kind of put me out like i wasn't really listening to what i was saying to him but i do remember saying i hope you have a big snake <laughs> because the drain gets clogged 
pretty far away. Now I hung up from him and I'm like, did I really just say that? Like I was in a trance saying that. <laughs> and so already the guy's got an idea about me and he comes in, all he's carrying is a really big snake. Right? <laughs> all he has, he doesn't even have a toolbox. And so all he needs, <laughs> man, that's one powerful snake. So the last time I had <laughs> he, this dream, you asked for it. And he I know. <laughs> gave it to you. So the last time I had this drain clogged, it literally took two plumbers six hours to get to the clog. Six hours, right? So here I am thinking this guy's in it for the long haul, right? I'm ready to order food in and stuff because I know it's going to take a while. He goes in there and three minutes later, he's like, okay, thank you. I'm done. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> three minutes he was done and and i'm like here the, my guides are up there like laughing their ass off right because i was expecting six hours worth of torture yeah. and i was shown the exact opposite right you so, could have had a little snake and i guess it would have worked i don't or he was just really fast at casting the snake i don't yeah. know i i i he was there adept. So he's quite adept he was an adept sneaker. With his tool. And exactly. And I, <laughs> and I said that and he goes, I only do drains. Wow. Oh, oh my God. And I'm like, what do you say to that? I'm like, oh. Panty dropper. <laughs> for, for a lady who's had her drain clogged for three days. <laughs> I'm sitting here. I'm like, don't laugh, Kimberly. Don't laugh. But he did get me back for the snake comment, right? <laughs> so he leaves. I'm doing my thing. And all of a sudden, I get a text from him that obviously he meant to send to someone else. And he sent it to me by mistake. <laughs> and it said, Nothing's a mistake. I know, right? <laughs> And he says, look at the clouds, Bubba. And he includes this gorgeous picture of clouds. And it just says, te amo. Now, he's a kid. I mean, he's like probably 30 years old. So we're not talking that kind of te amo. But it, that was a guide. Cute. That was an exact, that's the exact behavior of a guide that comes in to show and you a very sentence. valuable, yeah, a very valuable Look lesson. at the clouds. I love you. You know, yeah, look at so, the, you know, that uh, silver lining. Yeah. So th you have team members all over the place that pose as plumbers and contractors and real estate agents and people at the grocery store. So they're all versions of you, right? They're all sent there to serve you by you and you them by you. Yeah, that was a statement. But Every single person has something to teach you and it can be fun. Yeah, and if you let it. If you let it be fun. So if you take if you stop sticking them in some predetermined box of, you know, contractors are to get you or plumbers plumbers have six, butt cracks. Plumbers have butt cracks and they take 6 hours. Mhm. Mm yeah. I mean, so everyone's I'll, got a butt crack to be fair, but you don't always see it. Well, I mean, they did get, they did get, you know, a bad rap there for a while. They, they did. There were a lot of butt cracks going on. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so I have a glove update. You know, I, I mentioned last time that 
uh, I lost my gloves in a parallel reality and I've been trying to find them so that I could wear them again. I can't find them. But what's happening when I go out in the world with my mask on, there are pairs of gloves everywhere. I'm talking on the fences, <laughs> on the ground, in the street. And it are pairs of gloves, right? Not just one oh, glove. Oh, not just one rogue. Little right. Kid, but little kid glove. No, like pairs of gloves. I'm like, this is not funny. This is not funny at all. And they're no, none of them look anything like my gloves. But I'm like, what, 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 would I, what would I be teaching myself here? And although there is always a, some kind of lesson or some way to expand with everyone, this was just a plain damn joke. Yeah. Right? Okay, so I wanted to talk about something a little bit deep. And it, it's for people who are struggling, I'm putting that in quotes, of course, with time. Because time starts to get really jelly-like uh, pretty early on. You know, you deny it for a really long time and you'll find ways to explain it away. But pretty much all of us at some point in our life have some evidence of like missing time, right? Absolutely. Or, yeah, so everyone can kind of identify with that. And that's a little precursor that you get to question time. Yeah. And so during the awakening process, there is a bit of jelliness that goes on until you just finally give in and say, fuck it, all right, I don't care about time anymore. You throw away your watch, you don't care about the calendar, you just make appointments and, and meet your obligations out of integrity versus an alarm going off. So what timelessness ends up looking like is that time starts breaking down into just moments. And what happens when you get to the moments and you start focusing on the moments, then it doesn't matter what time it is. So you might notice that like certain things you'll you'll just sit there for a moment and it feels like a year went by. Hmm. Are you lost in time, Miranda? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a time when I felt like a year went by. Oh my gosh. Like every day for me feels like a year now. I mean this whole um, you know, quarantine COVID situation, time has been so damn wacky just all of it like can we believe that we're in december yeah yeah and why do you think we did that as a collective to show us the time is not wacky. really a thing yeah it's wacky i remember at the beginning was it april i forgot when it was maybe I think it was solidly like warm out like June and um, I was driving home from the food store and I had the radio on and they must have been playing a recording of a commercial or something and it had a um, bit in it about the weather, right, that must have gotten caught in it. And it was like, oh, it's going to snow this weekend and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what the fuck? It's June. It's not going to snow this weekend. Um, 
And then she said something about, like, um, something in April. And I was like, oh, this must be some old recording. But it was just that, like, moment of, you know, the universe just slapping you in the face with, like, time is weird. I was like, is it going to snow? It's, like, June. What are they talking about? Like, is the radio from, you know, March and I'm here in June? Or, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know where I am and where the radio is coming from. Maybe it isn't a bad recording. Maybe I'm just listening to, you know, radio on a different time frame than it sounds my body. Like you had, it sounds like you had one foot in each timeline. Yeah. So it was just all over the place. And I was like, what? And that was, yeah. So a lot of weird things have been happening with time this year. Just really smack you in the face like, what? Yeah, it, it, and then I was working with Seth again, and he was explaining how after you get to the moments, like when you start focusing on the moments instead of, oh, I have to be somewhere at five o'clock, you focus on all those moments until you have to leave to be somewhere at five o'clock, right? So you're not sitting there looking at, oh, shit, I only have an hour left, or oh, shit, I only have 20 minutes left, right? Then you get to the point where, you look at anything in your moment. Let's take, since I'm drinking out of my octopus wine glass, you take a wine glass and you look at the associations that you have with it. Now, as 3D humans, we would look back into our history and say, oh, well, you know, when, when I was a kid, my grandfather used to drink out of this kind of glass. And so you have an association with it there. You might remember it on your wedding day and then you got a divorce. And so you're, you know, you're hateful of wine glasses. That's the way we as humans would look at a glass and evaluate it and give it a place in our life based on that association. So now you get up to this moment point and you no longer look back into your future for those associations and expect that the glass has to represent the same thing anymore. Like you're basically wiping it out. You're saying it's it's just a glass, right? This is the glass. I have no past because I'm in the moment and now it's just a glass. And I actually kind of like it. It's got a little octopus on it. Yeah, I'm not associating anything with it except for what it is right now to me. Exactly. And so in the next moment, you can associate the glass as something else if you want. And it's just as valid as the previous association. So this is kind of some of the mind fucks that you go through when you're learning that time doesn't exist is that you move from referring to things in your history to referring to things in this moment. Yeah, in the now. Yeah. Because that's all that's real. And that's when you're creating it, when you're creating the past, when you're creating the future, when you're creating any sort of narrative or label about something. It's just now. So if you... It's just now. If you can't say, well, this person was always so mean to me and they did this, 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 and this, so I can't forgive them or I can't think of them this way. Um, Yeah, you can, because every now moment you get, you know, you get the gift of that choice again to, I'm not going to say it, you know, I want to say it, Kim. Oh, say it, why the hell not? (laughs) Go ahead, say it. It's 
each time you get to reno that thing uh, or that po- person um it, in a new way in this now um the gift of the day is is choice as the guides also like to say um so it's everything is in the now and that's where you create and that's where you get to decide anything in the past looks like well, you said the word, you said the word, and now we have to explain it again, which is a good thing because it fits right in, right, with what you're talking about. So re- being renowned is basically going back and looking at the glass again and saying, ah, I know a lot more about glasses or about me than I did back when I had those other associations. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to look at it at a higher level, and it's just a really gorgeous glass. And that's it. Yeah. So renowing is when you go back and look at any event from a higher level. And when you do that, by the way, it's called healing. If you let out all those feelings that are associated with all that stuff you believed. So, but the reason that we're scared to say it is because when you send out the intention to be renowned, all the things come back up for you to renew. And some of those things you're like, oh, I don't want to look at that. I don't <laughs> care what level it is. I don't want to look at that at any level. Yeah. But, but then when you do, it's cleared out. So Yes. And then you get to that, my favorite place, gratitude. All right. Well, we have a few minutes left. What's going on with the astrological world? Oh, my God. It's, Right now it's December 10th in 2020. So we're right before the magic 21st day of December. On the 14th is the um, full moon. And full moons are closures, right? So what are we closing out? And Sagittarius, which is, you know, mostly me, you know, happy, optimistic gal. Um, what, what are you closing out so that you can live in a more optimistic, expansive experience? You know what I mean? Like you gotta let go of some stuff to make that room. And what if you got rid of something that seemed really dense you know when things are dense they seem really small but they're actually really big um and when you let go of them dense things you actually have like a ton more room for like wonderful things to come in because um they're light and airy and they don't take up that much density so yeah that's on the 14th let go of something let go of something. It's, it's, it and don't, seems. And don't, you know, sit and, and think that it has to be some sort of like astrological thing. Like start trusting yourself more. Don't have to like look to an astrologer or what somebody else on Instagram or some, you know, channel or whatever is saying. Look to yourself. Be like, okay, Miranda says there's something that's, that I need to let go, right? It's a full moon. It's, that's for everyone. And just sit with yourself and ask yourself what that is. Like, what is something that 
um, doesn't fit in my life and I don't need it anymore and could make room for uh, other wonderful things to come in. So how are some of the ways that, now see, I shouldn't ask you this, I don't know, because you, you came in on your first life and you didn't have all the weird rituals and stuff that we use here. Mm -hmm. So maybe I'll just answer my question for yeah. myself is, what are some ways that you can let things go? Right, so one of the things I, I obviously do a lot of diffusing with oils, but also there's things called like worry huts where you can get, they're little metal houses. You can write goodbye to something and put it in the little metal house and there's a, you put the match underneath and burn it. It's really cool. When I was little, we had these little, and they're called worry people and they're like little worry dolls yeah. yeah little worry dolls and they're like little metal and they're decorative little outfits on made of string they come in a little bag and um so i used to use those when you're little and if you have a worry you're supposed to put them under your pillow as i don't know what everything goes under your pillow when you're a kid but you put your worry people under the pillow at night and then in the morning the worry people have taken your worries away Okay, so maybe we'll start a worry a worry doll campaign, yeah. right? And you know, see if you can find some on Etsy. I'm sure they're there. I always Absolutely. tell people to support Etsy because these are hand mostly handmade things. But uh, any kind of scents, S C E N T S scents that you can't that make you feel good. Clary Sage is a really good one for letting things go. Uh, writing writing intentions to let things go and burning them using a worry doll um anything like that you literally you're doing it all out of intention and the rest of it is just fun yeah so but whatever it is you'll know you don't need to like consult the stars or somebody else it's time to look within well, that's the whole sovereignty stop, thing. Yeah. yeah, stop relying on other people. So, And there shit. doesn't have to be a plan, even though she wants one all the time. Uh, it's wonderful. Anyway, I, I do actually kind of like the not knowing. It's, 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 it's actually kind of becoming fun, but you have to get to the safe part first. You have to go through the survival Absolutely. issues first before you're going to get yeah. to the... I'm okay with the unknown thing. So, and then um, continuing on with the astrology, on the seventeenth, Saturn goes into Aquarius for good. And it was in what for do you mean little... for good? So forever was... and ever and ever, eternity? Uh, no, just for um, the next few years. But it was in um, the summer, and then it retrograded back into Capricorn, and so now it's it's going into um, Aquarius. So what does Forward. that mean? And so that's work smarter, not harder, which mm. is my favorite thing. Yeah. Work smarter, not harder, right? Which I've always think I do, right? People are toiling away and like, oh my God, I don't sleep, I don't eat, I just work. That's the only way to be successful, right? That's what... Saturn and Capricorn told us. Um, but in Aquarius, it's that higher perspective. Uh, it's the higher mind. So you can start doing things smarter, pulling in that higher knowledge of how to do things. I mean, 
look at you, you've had 800 lives on Earth. Like, you think you didn't learn a fucking thing in 800 uh-huh. years, right? Pull in that knowledge from, you know, a past life or another star system or even just from the damn ethers. It doesn't even have to be something that you as a soul experienced because we all have access to universal knowledge. So start pulling that in and getting stuff done faster and easier and then you have more time for fun so that's a very good thing because i know i have had to call in all sorts of guides to help me eyebrow guides right (laughs) uh hair guides so clothing guides i mean like i'll pull in a designer i'm like does this what what's going on help you got a whole glam team i have a glam team and i really need it and I'm, you know, next it's like the finishing school people, they're coming in next. But so, I mean, you can, you can send out the intention that you would like someone to assist you with whatever it is you're challenged by. And there is always someone there. And it doesn't have to, you know, we, we try and label our guides and put them into little crates. Like this one only does this and this one only does that. Well, that's not true. I mean, they're literally you. So you have access to all of the things. Yeah, and you're, you're worthy of access to universal knowledge because that's what you've been, you're in existence for. All of these people having all of these experiences created this um, just bag of tools for you to pull in, take out whenever you need them. And have fun, hopefully. Yeah, and have fun. So this whole, like, just work nine to nine and not get to see your family and never make enough money to live and having multiple jobs, like, we're getting away from that and I can't wait. I know. I know. I I don't miss that life at all. I haven't been there for a while, but man, I thought that was the only path. Oh, I didn't. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Hang around a little longer. You know, you got in at a good time. You yeah, really did. Right. You got in when the party started. So, all right. Well, I would like to thank everyone for listening and know that I love you. And Miranda, what do you have to say? I love you too. So thank you for listening. And until next time, cheers. Cheers.